What is wrong with democracy? Nothing represents the dilemma of man more than democracy. It is revered by some, but cursed by others. It is a blessing when one belongs with the majority, but an unmitigated evil, to an outvoted minority. It is held in high esteem when contrasted with monarchy, totalitarianism or autocracy. However, when contrasted with what people think ought to have taken place, it is condemned without qualification. Democracy is not the best of all possible options, it is the option a mob can impose on itself, with the least resistance. There are all sorts of tropes illustrating the problem of democracy. Democracy is two wolves and a sheep voting on what will be for dinner. A more troublesome reminder of the evils of democracy is history books that tell us slavery was millions of whites voting to suspend the civil rights of blacks. Indeed, if we were honest about democracy, we would admit we are afraid of what our neighbors might decide, had they an unlimited power to decide our fate. Remember how witch trials would take place, or the permissiveness of Gentile neighbors, when Nazis came to round up Jews. The importance of a constitution is its power to override the choices of mobs. Representative government is another tool used to overthrow democracy. There are others. The one thing the people are not permitted to do, every, is to have the power of unfettered government in their grasp. Not even the people want this. No one trusts their neighbors enough to give them unlimited power over their future. Deciding issues by majority vote is not new. What has changed over the eons is who the electorate are. At one time it was the patrician class who had the vote. Government by great property owners was thought preferable to monarchs and military leaders making the decisions. But for most of humanity's history, power was concentrated in the top echelons. Only with the advent of capitalism was something akin to plutocracy initiated. It was not birth that gave one the rights of a citizen, but the amount of property one possessed. Like most things open to the influence of the mob, the qualifications for membership were steadily eroded. All men with property became qualified to vote. Women were given the vote. The right to vote was increased as other groups were added or expanded. Democrats want a broader suffrage than conservatives. However, the justification for broadening suffrage is the probability Democrats will benefit by the addition more than the conservatives. Democracy is a power grab. Democracy is founded on the ethical principles that numerical majorities have a legitimacy individuals lack. In one sense democracy is liberalism distilled down to its essence. Liberalism is based on the ethics of power. Might makes right and ends justify the means, the liberal motto. Freedom for liberals is tied to the flesh and what the flesh can do is justified by the doing. Democracy is this sentiment distilled down to the basic reality that the majority expresses the largest concentration of power. By linking political power to a majority vote, liberals are saying, the majority has the power and so the majority has the right. But as we have remarked, no one really wants to be at the mercy of a majority vote, so democracy is always moderated by constitutional restrictions, Senate oversight or representative government. But we cannot get away from the reality that democracies give subjects few rights that do not represent the opinion of the majority. We do not own land, homes or any business or personal possession that the majority does not permit us to have. 
Granted, these restrictions and limitations are pursued through the agency of the state, and the state moderates these demands. More often than not, the majority cannot achieve a clear enough mandate to control the state. This diffusiveness of the people's voice gives the state a lot of flexibility, but so far as a group can win elections and control the narrative, the politics of a state reflects what the majority believes is best for them. If the ownership of your home is defined by a license granted to you by the state, the power that licenses ownership can be used to divest you of what you think you own. So long as we use democracy to create a tyranny of the majority, there are no guarantees. The state cannot protect your rights unless it has the power to usurp those rights. The latter is always a temptation. Power is self-reinforcing. The more power one has the more power one wants and the easier it is to gain more power. Power is self-justifying. Having power gives the authoritarian the capacity to make himself the hero. The ones who oppose anyone who controls the narrative automatically become villains. Power is self-sustaining. The possession of power gives authoritarian access to resources owned by his subjects. The real measure of power is the amount of resources one controls. If the autocrat added no wealth after acquiring new subjects, he would not have gained additional power. The only benefit people have is that they can be used to create more resources, acquire more resources or they own resources the tyrant can utilize. One cannot have power without that power being translated into greater access and control over more resources. In this context, power over other persons is power over people as a resource and as a link to other resources. The lust for power ultimately translates into a lust for the earth. Power over men gives the ruler power to wage war and oppress and terrorize other persons. This gives the autocrat the power to exercise authority not just over the person, but everything they have power over. Suffrage that votes in a figurehead with no power and no resources is an ineffective democratic state. Suffrage that votes in an autocrat with absolute power is a tyranny. If the election results in an autocracy democracy has effectively voted to eliminate itself. This is the problem of democracy. It can vote in a useless leader without any power, or it can vote in an autocrat who puts an end to democracy. The power of a democratically elected leader can have absolute power or little, but the power of the leader will always be inversely related to the level of democracy that remains with the people after the election. Powerful leaders make democracy moot and weak leaders require constant intervention by the people. In Canada virtually all power is vested in the prime minister. Once elected, he is a tyrant, with few barriers to the exercise of absolute power. If the rest of the government has any role at all, it is to ensure an election is held periodically. The president of the U.S. has less authority than the prime minister. Presidents cannot fund a war or the bureaucracy without the say-so of Congress. Individual states can veto much of what a president may want mandated. Democracy is a way to shift resources from the group to the individual. There are other ways of seeing democracy, but the end result of any form of government is the concentration of wealth. Democracy has no other purpose than the purpose of a war or civil war. Suffrage concentrates wealth into the office of a leader to create a state. If suffrage or the concentration of wealth into the structure of a state permits wars to be won or more wealth to be created, then the cost of democracy is justified.
If the group needs roads, bridges, schools, and so on, and the only way to acquire them is to concentrate the wealth of a jurisdiction into the office of a political representative, then democracy has done its job. The claim that the state is needed to provide social goods is as old as the state itself. But is the assertion valid? Is it impossible for the private sector to provide social goods? If this is so, then the state truly is needed. The first thing we need to understand is that it is the private sector that provides all social goods. The state does not build schools or roads or fight in wars or produce anything but laws and lots of paper. The state is a broker, at best. If democracy shifts resources from individual accounts into the public account of the state, then the state exists to pay this wealth back into the private sector in order to produce the goods and services that might not otherwise be purchased. Perhaps we ought to look at democracy as an alternative to the market. The market is individuals deciding directly what to produce and purchase. The public sector is not just about suffrage, it is the elected officials spending the resources they have captured back into the economy. Without the expenditures elections would be absurd. This suggests people vote less for a candidate than the basket of goods and services the candidate represents. There are good reasons for a jurisdiction to pool resources. Building a highway is probably beyond the purse of most companies. A school costs more than what most individuals are willing or able to lay out. But is the state the only way to get major projects done? The state takes from the private sector and gives to the private sector. All we see is a redistribution of resources by the state. There is nothing preventing economic sectors from purchasing schools, hospitals, transportation, roads, and so on, from each other. Indeed, it is quite natural. If the business sector were unionized and the unions owned the businesses within their sector, there is no reason why school boards could not contract the construction sector to build schools. The same goes for all other public goods. The sector that needs the infrastructure contracts with the sector responsible for providing the capital goods. The union hierarchy creates a natural administrative body, there is no need for democracy. The key is to learn to think in a way different from what this world has taught us to think. Power is not the solution to social problems, it is the problem. Markets can provide social goods. We do not need the services of a broker. The business sectors can market their goods directly to other sectors, once the sectors are unionized. The transportation sector sells carriage services directly to those sectors needing good and people transported. The same goes for all goods and services. More detail can be obtained at https colon slash slash It's time we all started to think differently. It is possible, and it is possible to eliminate the problems created by the way we think if we start to think in a more productive way.